Hi, and welcome back to the Tax Implications Podcast. I'm Sam Hicks. I'm a CPA tax advisor, and this is your short-form podcast covering the items that affect your bottom line. Thank you for tuning in. Today, I'll be discussing hobby loss rules. Like many, you've probably dreamed of turning a hobby into a regular business. You won't have any unusual tax headaches if your business is profitable. However, if the new enterprise consistently generates losses, or where deductions exceed income, the IRS may step in and say it's a hobby. The IRS considers these an activity not engaged in for profit, rather than a business. What are the practical consequences of an activity being treated as a hobby? First, under the hobby loss rules, you can claim deductions that are available whether or not the enterprise is engaged for profit, such as state and local property taxes. Those are fine to continue to deduct uh, within reason and, and subject to other limits. But your deductions for business type expenses, such as rent or advertising from the activity are limited to the excess of your gross income from the hobby over those expenses, meaning you can only reduce your profits down to zero. And if your business has expenses in excess of of revenue, um, there's a deduction available on a Schedule A form as an itemized deduction as miscellaneous itemized deductions subject to a 2% floor from your AGI. That was until 2018, because miscellaneous itemized deductions are suspended uh, currently from 2018 to 2025, um, including those hobby expenses. Effectively wiped them out as deductions for 2018 through 2025. After 2025, miscellaneous itemized deductions will be allowed under current tax law unless Congress makes any changes. So taxpayers will be able to deduct hobby loss expenses up to the excess of their gross income from the hobby over over expenses that are not deductible, whether or not the activity is for profit and subject to a 2% of AGI floor. By contrast, if the new enterprise isn't affected by the hobby loss rules, all otherwise allowable expenses are deductible on Schedule C, even if they exceed income from the enterprise. There are two ways to avoid hobby loss rule presumption. The first way is to show profit at least three of the five consecutive years, uh, two out of seven years for breeding, training, showing of racehorses. Um, The second way is to run the venture in a way that it shows that you intend to turn a profit rather than operate merely as a hobby. The IRS regulates, uh, the IRS regulations themselves say that the Hobby loss rules won't apply if the facts and circumstances show that you have a profit-making objective. How can you prove that you have a profit-making objective? In general, you can do so by running a new venture in a business-like manner. More specifically, the IRS and courts will look to the following factors. First, how you run the activity, your expertise in the area and your advisor's expertise, the time and effort you expend on the enterprise, whether there's an expectation that the assets used in the activity will rise in value, your success in carrying on similar or dissimilar activities, your history of income or loss in the activity, the amount of occasional profits, if any, that are earned, your financial status, and whether the activity involves elements of personal pleasure or recreation. The classic hobby loss situation involves a successful business person or professional who starts something like a dog breeding business or a farm on the side. Uh, 
but the IRS's long arm uh, also can reach out to more usual situations, such as business people who start what appears to be a bona fide signed light business. You should consult with experienced tax and legal professionals before making any decisions for your business. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, or if you'd like to, dis- if you have any questions that you'd like discussed in a future episode, please contact me at sam at taximplicationpodcast.com. Thank you.